0: It burns! It burns! They're coming to get you, Barbara. episode four of The Real Demons of Pop Culture. I am your host, Dr. J, retired demon hunter and knower of things, also known as the horror author, James Imbalitti. And this week, we're going to talk about my friend Pazuzu. I really dig Pazuzu as far as like the look of this beast. It's just so cool. But you probably know Pazuzu from the 1970s horror film, The Exorcist, because Pazuzu is the demon that possesses young Reagan in that movie. What other pop culture areas may have you seen Pazuzu? Well, the TV show Constantine, you will find Pazuzu makes an appearance. Obviously, The Exorcist but in addition to the exorcist there's the other sequels as well as the fx series which i'm really enjoying i'm way behind on this series i'm not that far into it but i'm enjoying the hell out of it so the uh gorillas have an album cover and there's a graphic novel called the demon of the eiffel tower also pazuzu makes an appearance my friend Chris, who uh, literally Pazuzu is ruining his life every day. It's just, oh God, Pazuzu. Like to him, Pazuzu is the most evil thing possible in the world. When he wants to talk about the, the biggest demon, it's always Pazuzu. And that's not wrong. He is labeled a king of demons. He's definitely royalty when it comes to demons. However, a curator in the British Museum, Irving Finkel, Uh, He is in the Middle East Department, and he states that the exorcist portrayal of Pazuzu is a slanderous attack on his personality. Actually, let's do it in a British accent. I find it a slanderous attack on his personality. That's pretty bad. Let's find out why, shall we? One thing I want to talk about, and this is going to come up a lot, in this series is the word demon. The word demon was translated to Greek and even then it wasn't really evil. So the ancient Mesopotamian way of talking about these is just like a spirit. Like it wasn't that spirits back then were all good or all evil. You know, a lot of them played both sides. And we're going to find that out when we learn about Pazuzu today. So just keep that in mind, that when we use the word demon in the modern Christian sense where everything is evil, it's not the way that word would have been used in ancient times. Now, a lot of early Christians, they did believe that these other gods existed, these other beings. But in their religion, there's only one God. So, and the same with the Jewish faith, there's only one God. So they accepted the fact that these other beings, these other spirits were out there, but they were part of Satan's uh, troop. And so therefore, all these other deities were demonized. Pazuzu is from ancient Mesopotamia. If you remember from, I think it was episode two, Uh, We started out there with Lilith, and we're going to have a little hint of that uh, in this podcast. As I said, he's the king of demons. Well, he's the king of the, like, I think it's Lilu demons, basically these wind demons, because he is the demon of the west and the southwest winds. When you would have existed in this area, In ancient Mesopotamia, which is like modern-day Iraq and Syria and things like that, famine would happen during the dry seasons. And during the rainy seasons, there would be locusts. Locusts. They're like the most evil thing in ancient times, apparently locusts. I should eventually do episodes on things like locusts and why they were so uh, threatening in the past. There was also plague. So Pazuzu was held responsible for famine, for locusts, for plague. Uh, All these illnesses that could happen, all these disasters that would come from the west or the southwest winds were blamed on Pazuzu. Something else really cool about Pazuzu is just the way he looks. He is definitely very threatening. So he has this sort of emaciated human body, very skinny-looking body. He has a dog head, sometimes a lion head. He has the tail of a scorpion. He also has, like, taloned bird-of-prey feet. And he has a serpentine penis. I have found that when you go online and you look up descriptions of Pazuzu, some just avoid the penis. And I'm like, why would anybody avoid talking about the erect serpentine penis? It's like one of the most prevalent things when you stare at a statue of Pazuzu. He also has like two pairs of wings, which is really cool. And he has the, uh, pose where it's like his, I believe it's his right hand is up and his left hand is down. In those times, you would bargain with the demon you wished to avoid. So if you didn't want Pazuzu to harm you, you sort of gave sacrifices or worship to that demon, and that would be appeasing the ego of this demon, and therefore you would be protected from that demon. It's something called apotropaic magic, and that's A-P-O-T-R-O-P-A-I-C, apotropaic magic magic i believe that's the pronunciation and basically it's keep your gods close and your demons closer and the way you would do this with pazuzu that one way you can you know protect yourself from these evil attacks was to find the protector in an equally powerful demon who would stand between you the individual and the wrath of the gods it was a shield and pazuzu was the most popular of these protective deities he was like super Super powerful when it came to protecting and he also looked the part if he didn't look scary people would be like yeah whatever Pazuzu what they would do is have some kind of amulet so the amulet of the evil eye protects you against the evil eye did you know that. It seems odd, but if you want to be protected against the evil eye, you wear an amulet of the evil eye. So there was a business of making these little Pazuzu charms, uh, and that would protect you. And a lot, you'll see a lot of, uh, Pazuzu amulets have like a little ring on the top because they were worn as necklaces and that would help you protect against Pazuzu, but also can protect you against other demons the individual mortal would have nothing to fear from the demon because they were honoring that demon by asking for that protection from the demon. When they came, they would see, uh, hey, that's me. This person likes me. And so therefore, he would not attack you. And if another demon came, it would see that strong Pazuzu presence and be like, i got to leave this person alone because Pazuzu's on their side. It's pretty cool. I like that idea. Let's talk about the Lilith connection. So if you remember from episode two, and if you haven't listened to that yet, go back and listen to it. An early version of Lilith was like the Lilitu demon and also Lamashtu. These demons in ancient Mesopotamia were there to go after children. And this is... uh, something we see a lot in ancient times. And that's because the infant mortality rate was like huge, right? So like one in four children died within the first year of their life. Way back when 400 years before the common era, um, 50% made it to age 15. So you can see that child death was huge back then. And women dying in labor was big and, They blamed it on Lamashtu. Lamashtu was an awful, awful, awful demon. And everybody was afraid of it. So because of this infant mortality, you wanted to protect yourself against Lamashtu. And the way of doing that was by having Pazuzu help you. Now... She also possessed children, which is interesting because Pazuzu is not known to possess, but uh, Lamashtu is. And some people think that when somebody blames Pazuzu, uh, like, for example, in The Exorcist, it's really probably Lamashtu who is possessing Reagan and uh, giving a false uh, vision of Pazuzu. It's a weird theory about the movie, but it doesn't really matter. I think the movie, they just chose Pazuzu just because he looks so cool. I mean, the shots in the movie, uh, when you see that giant statue, which... There was never giant statues like that in ancient Mesopotamia of Pazuzu. They were always like really small, either like a necklace or a charm or a tiny statue of Pazuzu. They've never found anything the size of what you see in the exorcist. Um, But, it is one of the most found artifacts is like these Pazuzu heads and things like that. I really want to do a bonus episode. And so if you ever want to find my bonus episodes, you can become a patron on my Patreon. You can go to patreon.com slash James Zippolitti. And I think as little as $3 a month, you can be part of the bonus episodes and I'm going to start doing bonus episodes. And one is to go to the museums and, Go show you the real artifacts and uh, hopefully talk to somebody about those artifacts as well. The face of Pazuzu was enough to scare Lamashtu. I think the same British museum curator, Irvin Finkel, has a theory about why that is. And I don't know if I agree with it, but some people claim that Pazuzu and Lamashtu were married, got divorced, and just like you don't want to see your ex, like your ex. Just the minute you see them, you want to get away from them. That is the idea that we have with Pazuzu and Lamashtu. I don't know. I think that's a stretch. But it is possible. I mean, all those gods and demons back then would always be marrying and breaking up and all kinds of weird stuff. That is our demon for this week, Pazuzu. If you have any questions, you can find me on Twitter, at James Ippolytty. Tweet me something if you have an idea for a future episode. Check it out next, well not next week. We're going to do these every two weeks and in two weeks I'm going to do Vecna from Stranger Things Season 4. We're going to talk about that demon and everything you want to know about it. You'll find out here on The Real Demons of Pop Culture. Peace. Be sure to follow me on TikTok at James Ippoliti. I'll be back in two weeks with a brand new episode. The Real Demons of Pop Culture is a Gorilladelphia production.